Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the last NBA Slate Starter of the Week. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan, as we break down Friday's 10-game NBA DFS Slate. LeBron James didn't do anything in the fourth quarter, and that was very hurtful to me. Last seven minutes, I didn't see my fantasy totals for him go up. Uh, how about your lineups, Rimpack? How are you doing? I had a lot of Kyle Kuzma on both sides, uh, bought into the hometown Michigan uh, narrative. So that looks nice, but we'll see what happens in this late night hammer. Seemingly every night and uh, earlier this week, there's been a late night hammer that comes through. So we'll see what happens between the Phoenix and Golden State game. Well, we were talking a little before the show. So, yeah, it wasn't anything to do with Anthony Davis being out. It had everything to do with Kyle Kuzma being from Michigan. So that's good to know. Uh, We were talking before the show. Gabe Vincent was a guy that we kind of both randomly ended up on. We didn't even talk like at all today, which is sad. Uh, I missed you. But anyway, uh, Gabe Vincent, 3,200. Uh, 3,500 sitting at the min over on FanDuel. It was, it was harder to justify some of it over there. I still got to a little, but like talk to talk to the people a little bit about the Gabe Vincent play. Yeah. I think Gabe Vincent was someone that you could take some shots on, on a short slate like this, because after we got news that uh, Avery Bradley and Iguodala were out, Vincent already was seeing some run uh, without hero hero now is inserted. So Vincent seemed like seemingly was going to get the backup run there. And then Kendrick Nunn got in foul trouble, so definitely some luck along the way, paying off for those guys who rostered Vincent. We'll see uh, if Vincent ends up being on the top winning line on DK, but a very nice performance uh, putting up north of 30 fantasy points at that salary. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, hopefully Aiton could keep it going a little bit. Plumley ended up salvaging for me on DK, but I don't know. Maybe you can, maybe you can't win something with LeBron in your lineup. We'll end up seeing at the end of the night. Uh, I don't know. I've been running well enough. I can't complain too much. So uh, let's get on down to Friday here. Uh, we've got a nice 10 gamer, but before we get going, uh, get down to that bottom bar, hit that thumbs up hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you know when this and everything else goes live at Osmo. We are making that push for 50K. What was it, 49.6 I saw today? 49.6? We are are getting really close to 50K subs. We'd love to hit that before the Super Bowl starts, so if you're catching us for the first time, just go ahead and down to that bottom bar and hit subscribe. Uh, It really helps us out, and again, it would be so cool to hit 50K here as we're going. Uh, We've we've got guys like Lafay and and Shearer that have been here from the beginning, so it's going to be really, really nice to see uh, if we can get to that number ahead of time. Anywho, let's get to the analysis. Uh, Sitting to the top end of point guard, we're going to start over on FanDuel today. Uh, Luka Doncic, 11,500. It's Luka. 
I don't know really what you're supposed to say. If you can jam him in in spots. Now, I guess we should talk a little bit about how many guys there are that have kind of reemerged. We have DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith back in the rotation. Tim Hardaway Jr. is back. Kristaps uh, Porzingis is back. Like, there are some different guys. I mean, not that DFS has ever been a high-usage guy there. But Josh Richardson being a new piece, we, we saw Luca get out to a slow start, which I thought for a lot of reasons, was just him kind of acclimating to being back in playing shape and, and getting going uh, at the beginning uh, after a short offseason. But perhaps there is something there uh, with with the reemergence, or excuse me, with Josh Richardson just getting back in the rotation period. So we'll talk a little bit about that here. Uh, Trey Young, 10,600 against Washington. That game is the first off the slate and is going to have a ton of ownership. I am pretty darn sure of that. So uh, so look at Trey Young being an option. Russell Westbrook, uh, 90 600 in that same game uh, a guy who despite everybody bashing him continues to average about a triple double which is still super impressive it it wasn't Russell Westbrook if it was anybody else we'd be impressed by something like that but still a, a big tag for him there and Kyrie Irving obviously still at 9200 uh, we saw him get close to getting there with that overtime the other night but all those studs continue to be very expensive talk to me about the top end of point guard so yeah over there in Fanduel, $11,500 for Luka Doncic Obviously, he had a uh, 80-point game um, in between the two uh, low 40s game. Very disappointing last time out. 40 points will not do it for you at 11,500 against the same Utah team. But against Utah again, we'll see uh, what Luca's ownership comes in at. So Luca is always going to be fun to fire off just because we know what that upside can be, even with Porzingis on the floor and even with the rest of the Mavericks all back together. It's going to take some time to build up some chemistry together. It's seemingly been a couple of weeks since the whole team's been healthy. So we'll see what Luca's ownership comes in at. Trey Young, 10,600 against Washington. Yes, I think he's showing definitely some signs of his uh, all-star form, form of himself last year, taking north of 20 shots the last four consecutive games, which is great. Shot volume for him is really, really important. Getting to the line was great last time. He only got the line 12 times. Keep in mind that game did go into overtime against Brooklyn, but not playing a very favorable Washington team. Washington is just getting carved out pretty much across the whole board whenever they're on the court. So I like Trey Young, 10600 I think I like saving those $900 going to him over Luka. Kyrie Irving, 9200 We just know what that upside can be like anytime he touches the court. He's seemingly been getting uh, – uh, he's playing a ton of minutes since he's been back. He's getting a mid-teen shot volume. It's going to take one of those days when Kyrie goes 12 of 17, 24, hits a bunch of threes, and he'll uh, break it open for us. $9,200, it seems like it – Kind of a GPV play because uh, I don't feel too safe with Kyrie uh, just because he's sharing the court with Harden and KD all the time. But we're going to like that, uh, taking some shots with their GVPs. Ben Simmons against Minnesota. I like that matchup for Ben Simmons. I think Simmons was much more aggressive last time. Taking a, uh, I want to say, season high in 15 shots potentially, which is uh, something that we need to uh, root for him to do because then he becomes more of an enticing fantasy option each time out. He did pick up a triple-double last time. I like Ben Simmons uh, a decent amount. $8,600 definitely stands out. I think uh, taking shots with Brogdon, Fox seem, seem viable as well. Some pay down and uh, value options to consider. The middle ball is now down to $5,500. His minutes are in the low 20s now. So obviously the price has adjusted himself with the minutes that he's taking. But I think Lamella Ball, I've mentioned this earlier in the week, Lamella Ball is going to have a game where he plays low 30 minutes because he gets going. Rigo is going to be uh, forced to play him out there. $5,500, I think he could could spike an upside for us, and we should definitely consider that. 
And Kyle Lowry versus Sacramento, just because Sacramento sucks on defense, and Kyle Lowry can definitely pay off that price tag. Over there on DraftKings, I think uh, you need to consider Trey Young $9,100 for sure. I think that's a great, great option to take advantage of. Uh, in the spending down, I think DeJounte Murray, $6,100. Seems very nice to, uh, for us to take a uh, look at. And uh, Kyle Lowry, $7,100 over there. Does anyone else stand out to you? How do you feel about SGA against this week, Brooklyn defense? And uh, any interest in uh, potentially a uh, Van Vliet in the Sacramento matchup? And if Lonzo Ball doesn't play, how do you feel about Nikhil Alexander-Walker with his point guard eligibility, Eric? Yeah, so I, I think uh, looking at looking at SGA over on DraftKings, 8,300 is great. He's over at, at shooting guard over on FanDuel. Um, and you have Beal up top there in that Atlanta-Washington game, which is going to be hard for me to get away from. So we'll get to that later. But uh, the one guy I would really want, uh, Eric Bledsoe's 5,500 over on FanDuel. Uh, so, so he's still right there next to LaMelo Ball. Normally, we don't have that many guys that we would be like willing to pay down for at point guard. Or I, I'm not trying to as much, except for today. Like today, Gabe Vincent kind of stuck out a little bit to me is like a sneaky, sneaky guy that you don't have many opportunities to get. But like looking at him and then Reggie Jackson, 5,800, didn't get enough of a price hike for me there. I know it's against Orlando, so a little bit slower matchup. Um, but I mean, he, he got there. He was 34.6 today against Miami. I'm happy to go back to Reggie Jackson as well. And, and Eric Bledsoe, somebody else that I do have some interest in. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, we saw that upside that he had against the Clippers. Uh, I have no problems going there as well. Uh, I, I would definitely have interest as well. But Eric Bledsoe sticks out to me, I think, over on FanDuel a little bit more. I think we'll get to Alexander Walker there uh, when we get up to shooting guard at, at 4,200 over on FanDuel too. You ready to move on? Yeah, let's hop on over to the shooting guard position. Before we hop on, I do want to talk about that Gabe Vincent thing real quick again. I think uh, why Vincent became such a viable pivot off of potentially the 20% on Javon Carter was someone who I looked at, looked at and I was like, uh, the ownership difference of like 1% versus 20%, pretty massive on a uh, four-game slate. And that alone, people are going to uh, be paid off just because I, I don't think Javon Carter cracked the rotation today. So that like simple pivots like that, it's okay to get a little risky uh, in GPPs for sure. And you can really distance yourself from the field. And that is why you are very good at this game. Uh, and you can everybody can look up your results if they want to. But anyway, we're going to move on. I'm not going to give you too many plugs on that. We got to keep it all right, sitting top end of shooting guard on DraftKings, 10,300. James Harden, uh, he's very good. Uh, I, I still, 10-3 is still going to be hard for me to get to. He got there even before overtime. So I'm going to let that be known that, like, you still probably would have, like, at 1%, 1.5% should maybe have some James Harden or maybe get to 4% and be over the field if you're making 150. Um, but like, it's just so hard for me to still want to jam all of those guys together. Also, this Oklahoma City game, like there's definite blowout. Uh, there's definitely blowout potential there. Uh, I try not to ever factor that in. But if there was a time to factor in, it would be Brooklyn against a bad Oklahoma City team. Uh, moving ourselves down, the guy who's going to be super popular at the position on, on DraftKings, uh, Bradley Beal, 10,200. Uh, put up 70 losing by 18 the other night he kept running out there because like he didn't have like the best first half but then they're down 20 and he just got I mean he just became a walking bucket that was fun to watch so Bradley Beal 10,200 everybody can enjoy that Paul George has a Q tag next to him I don't know why is he gonna possibly be back uh is there like a possibility for him to get over I don't 
think so. I I had no clue. Yeah, so that's uh, that's an interesting thing from DraftKings. Just wanted to point that out there. And then another piece of value uh, that, that would emerge, I guess, you would have all of this Utah Jazz value if Donovan Mitchell doesn't go, but he's, he's truly questionable sitting there at 8,300 on DraftKings. Talk about the top end. Yeah, James Harden, 10,300 uh, against his former team in Thunder, but it's been a long time since that he's been over there. Uh, 10,300, we saw a massive upside game. Obviously, game went to OT. Was uh, very aggressive down the stretch for uh, Brooklyn. We now see what James Harden is kind of his range of outcomes now. It can be anywhere as mid-30s and anywhere as low-70s. And that's going to be Harden for us uh, in this Brooklyn tenure. I think for the foreseeable future, it's going to be tough to be confident with what to always project him for. Just keep in mind, those range of outcomes can be really, really widespread. And last time out, uh, Harden came in, I believe, less than 10% owned. Is James Harden less than 10% owned again? Uh, you can get interested, but I think box score watchers will push that ownership a bit so, higher. So let's let's talk about this just for a second, because I, I do want to have other things other than, I guess I guess some people think we just like players. So I, I guess we should maybe have like a quick discussion. James Harden, 5%. Over, would you be over the field if you knew he was going to be 5%? Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. I think because we know what his upside can be and you could uh, make some definitely uh, jump the field like that. But that's it's tough to just look at him. You have to look at the whole broad picture. Exactly. What everyone else is on. Exactly. In yep, love it. Okay, continue on. Uh, I think uh, if D'Angelo Russell plays against Philly, now I'm a little concerned that he if he does play, there will be a minutes limit just because he hasn't played since uh, it's been over a week now. So monitor the D'Angelo Russell situation uh, for sure. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, $8,300. He's, I believe, in concussion protocol. We have to monitor that new situation as well. Malik Beasley is a great option if D'Angelo Russell does not play. And over there on FanDuel, uh, I think we need to definitely talk about Harden, 9,800, SGA, 8,500 versus Brooklyn. SGA has been very good of late, uh, very, shooting pretty efficiently. Last couple of games out, getting to the line. I like all those things uh, for him to go up against Brooklyn. $8,500, I think, is someone we should definitely be considering. Van Vliet against Sacramento. I just like the Sacramento matchup. I really target guys against Sacramento. DeMar DeRozan, $7,700 versus Denver. He's tough. He's not been pretty good the past couple of games out. But DeRozan someone who kind of gives him like a safest floor around at least the mid to high 30s. At $7,700, he won't really – nothing necessarily kill you, but – we really want something uh, super, super like you want like 50 fantasy points out of DeRozan, especially on a big slate like that tomorrow. Other uh, value options to consider. Jeremy Lamb is uh, going to be in play against his former team. His minutes went down to 21 minutes last time, coming off after 33 minutes. Maybe yeah, the, uh, the training staff was maybe wanted to back off a little bit and ease him in more. He's kind of risky to me now just because like it's his minutes it kind of fluctuated, but $5,200, I don't mind that. Uh, someone who I do want to talk about is Lonnie Walker. Uh, played th- has played high twenty minutes, low thirty minutes the last few games out. Four K, I think, is definitely in play, uh, and I think Nikhil Alexander Walker for sure. Forty two hundred dollars is someone we need to consider if Alonzo Wall does not play. And Josh Richardson got up to mid twenty minutes in his first game back, and I like Richardson especially on Fanduel because he's so good at uh, picking up those Fanduel specific uh, favorable stats and steals and blocks. Nobody healed interest, 5,800 shooting guard on FanDuel. I think it's it's time to hop off when you are interested. <laughs> okay, right okay. No, I just, I had to. I, I was just waiting for it. At this point, when he's on a slate, I just kind of wait for the automatic plug. 
So we're going to jump off. We're going to we're not going to chase the 50 pointer. Well, you got I it and you're thing, you're you're cashing out. It is a nice place to cash out. He's playing against Toronto. Uh Toronto's getting a little better in defense of late after a very poor start. And why $5800 is uh is a $300 price jump. There's some other price uh there's some other like price specific plays around there that could work out uh in that price range. I think keeping in mind of like what players upsides could be. I think Clarkson is the same price as him. I mm-hmm. think I would prefer Clarkson if Mitchell is out. So a lot of things could change. Uh, and I think Devontae Graham is someone to nice pivot off of him. And mm-hmm. I think it's like seeing the 50 fantasy points and people, it was buzzing around Twitter. I think it's like, in a big slate like that, I'm, I'm willing to, more willing to jump off than keep riding him. Love it. All righty. Before we get over to small forward, uh, make sure you check out Osmo.com slash join NBA. If you're looking to get in the game, if you're looking to play, uh, you know, any kind of volume, uh, if you're looking at, you know, playing professionally, or if you're just wanting to get your feet wet, you've never played TFS before at all. And you found this podcast. I don't know how. And you're like, oh, I'm interested about this. Go to Osmo.com slash join NBA. We have an array of packages. We have so many ways to get into the game. It starts at $4.95 and it moves its way up depending on what you're looking for. Uh, the projections, the game plan videos that I've been checking out with Alex Baker, he's very good at DFS. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he is awesome He's the number one player in the world, and he is the guy behind making all these tools. The Boom Bust tool, which gives you a leverage score that has just been the most useful thing ever. It's helped you pick out randomly Tony Bradley. It's helped you pick out Gabe Vincent. It's helped you pick out all of these different guys that have gone overlooked constantly in the last couple slates. Uh, puts together what their ownership is compared to what their chances of being in, op- in an optimal percentages make sure you're checking that out and if you're looking to just check out some of the free content too adam share puts together the deep dive which is it's in front of the paywall this season where he does a game by game breakdown of everything he then later goes into the deeper dive with Lofi, and they go game by game on the osmo youtube channel but make sure you do check out that article i believe it is the best article that exists in the nba dfs industry so make sure you check that out and go to osmo.com slash join nba uh getting to the top of small forward we're going to start over on DraftKings again. Uh, you've got <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, 10,000. He's got a Q tag again. I just don't think those Clippers guys, I I don't know why they would have a Q tag. Maybe the protocols, they could get on a plane and get themselves to Orlando. I, I don't know why that is. I think that's just incorrect over on DraftKings. So uh, going to Kevin Durant, he's now below 10K, 9,900. So you got to at least think about it because he is constantly i will keep saying it the one guy that i'm going to have interest in over and over again even on some of these bigger slates specifically over on FanDuel, where he's ten thousand seven hundred and could just like win you the position in general with a 65 spot so a little bit more interest even there even though 9900 is a nice price tag for him over on DraftKings. chris middleton who just keeps putting up random big spikes of of big games here and there 52.5 last time out against toronto again that toronto matchup back in the day like i'm not too concerned about it going forward for a lot of people so sacramento I don't mind going to some of those pieces against Toronto. It's not like Toronto of old. And now we're looking at my boy, Brandon Ingram, 8,000. Oh, daddy. Oh, uh, tell me I can play all the Brandon Ingram I want tomorrow. So, yeah, let's start with uh, KD, obviously under 10K. He's been consistent um, playing mid to uh, mid 40s and uh, low 50s. And it's, I think you need to project him right around there, 9,900 against OKC. I think someone we need to. Uh, uh, consider and I think his ownership won't be that high. I'm looking, I'm thinking ahead here. 10 7 seems a bit expensive for me. Well, I'm more willing to save on FanDuel and play potentially your boy, Brandon Ingram. 7,900 was great last time out, 12 and 19 from the field, 7 of 12 from three. I don't expect that to sustain, but Brandon Ingram, $7,900, very favorable pricing on FanDuel. 
Other options, uh, Ingram 8K, DK, fine. Uh, nothing ecstatic about. Gordon Hayward, 7K versus Indiana. Was great uh, a couple games ago. Came down to earth last time out. His minutes are safe. His shot volume is very uh, consistent. I like uh, 7,000 Gordon Hayward quite a bit. I think he's going to be kind of popular as well. 7,700 uh, Ben Simmons, I believe, uh, is a great price tag because he has small forward eligibility and point guard eligibility. And against Minnesota, Minnesota has been terrible. Uh, so I like Ben Simmons. Quite Why did his price tag go down $400 after a triple-double? What in the world? I don't know. That's Maybe Wall Street Bets has the answer. DraftKings wanted to give us a freebie. Thanks, DraftKings. All right, keep going. Uh, so I think Pascal Siakam versus uh, Toronto, uh, versus Sacramento, uh, 7,700 can definitely spike an upside. We haven't seen a Pascal eruption spot. Why not against Sacramento? Uh, other uh, value options. Batum has price went down. He's now 50. I'm uh, sorry, his price remained the same, $5,300 on FanDuel. I like that. Michael Porter Jr., if he uh, gets uh, cracks 30 minutes, is definitely going to be viable. $6,800 seems kind of expensive. It's um, I want it so way. bad for him. I want it so bad. Yeah. And, uh, I think we can go to Bogdanovich if Mitchell is out. He was very, very disappointing when he was heavy chalk last time out. I think we can consider Bogdanovich and Ingles and way ownership might uh, work out. Ingles might come in more popular just because. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He was so good last time out. I think pivoting to Bogdanovich is a, is a great uh, ownership pivot on such a big uh, big slate. I, I would like that. And $5,300, even if he plays, I wouldn't mind it um, that much either. It's a tough small forward position. There's not many guys that stick out to me under $4,000. Maybe news changes that over there on FanDuel. It's going to be tough. It seems like a position to pay up tomorrow for sure. Over there on DraftKings, I think uh, Jeremy Lamb is in play. He was small forward eligible, 4900 DeMar DeRozan, 6800 I like that price tag for DeMar over there. Very, very, very favorable price tag. Does anyone else stand out to you? Any like cheap options that you're willing to consider? Uh, it's tough. Uh, the small forward position, usually there's a few guys that stand out under the 4K price range, but not today. I'm curious because there there were a lot of winners on FanDuel that had a bunch of these Indiana Pacers at small forward, uh, whether it was Doug McDermott, Justin Holiday. I think over on DraftKings, as I'm looking at Justin Holiday, 4,700, uh, 4, he played 38 minutes against Charlotte. So like in some of these closer games, like same matchup, same spot. They obviously felt like running him out there a bunch. He can play a bunch of minutes. Maybe I don't get that same exact production uh, out of him there, but makes for like a decent enough punt at 4,700. Um, kind of like looking around here, it's it's kind of ugly. You can play Lonnie Walker at small forward. Uh, so if you like that play over at shooting guard, I think he makes an even better play over at small forward on DraftKings. So somebody that I'll have some interest in there as well. Uh, Harrison Barnes has kind of been a different Harrison Barnes, 6,400. If I'm going to have a lot of interest in those Toronto guys, I mean, his last two, 36, 44.1 over on FanDuel. Uh, I don't know what his popularity 
his popularity will be 6,400. But uh, with some of those other Toronto guys, I think he makes a good plug and play at small forward can kind of be a little bit of stability for you at the position. But yeah, Doug McDermott, 4,500 on FanDuel, uh, you know, played 28 minutes, put up 33 shooting dependent guys. So like just somebody to take a couple of tournament darts on as you're kind of going through the position. But like, as you get down there underneath, it just gets ugly really, really quick on, on FanDuel. So like, I think about as cheap as I would be looking to go to punt, like we We've been reliably having a lot of like under 4K punts for FanDuel. I don't really see it a lot of it today. Um, so maybe maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe there's some value that I'm just like blowing over that I don't see. But yeah, other than Doug McDermott, Justin Holiday, that's about as cheap as I would want to go. Do you agree? And then we'll move on. Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of the line to draw there. But news can change everything in just of a blink. So Obviously, this is the first look at everything in aerial view by position by position. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I think that's a good line to draw uh, the morning of and the night ahead. And then just throw it all out the window and, you know, play. uh, I don't know who's down here. Who's down here at 3,500. There's got to be somebody. Jakar Sampson. He gets announced (laughs) starting and all in. uh, Nicola Melli. Nicolo Melli. Yeah. Why can't I see his name? Sometimes when you read a name off of a page, it is impossible for your brain to match up. And like, because it's like, I know who Melly is. I know uh, Nicola Melly. Like, I can't even read it. It's unbelievable. We're going to just go to power forward here. Great television. Great show here. This is this is what the people want in this podcast. Just hearing me talk to myself and riffing. Uh, sitting at the top end on FanDuel, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,300 against New Orleans. Uh you should try to play him a lot. He's very good. Again, it becomes stars and scrubsy. When you have these guys like Luca and Giannis on slates, if value emerges, those guys should become more popular. It's just like an easy thing to put and correlate because their projected fantasy points are higher than the output of all of these mid-level guys. So like, if you can play Giannis and Luca in the same lineup on FanDuel, do it. Sounds like fun. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis, 9,000, who, you know, coming off of that ankle injury, still played 37 minutes, <laughs> 48.2. Uh, so, or excuse me, his knee, he banged up his knee, and they, they said that it came back fine. So 48.2, like seeing that out of him. Julius Randle, 8,800 against Cleveland. Probably going to be a pass for me as well, uh, now that Alec Burks is back, taking away a little bit of that usage uh, going forward here. Uh, Emmanuel quickly starting to take over a little bit of the offense here and there in his minutes that he's been on the court. Not that I'm saying he's the guy there. Uh, Julius Randle can still spike up an upside, but I, I'm probably going to be off still at 8,800, especially because my boy Zion Williamson is sitting down there at 8,200 against Milwaukee. Uh, I know that it sounds like a, a scary proposition, but coming off of 44.4 in just 32 minutes against Washington, 37 against Minnesota, and you know, like I know that those are cream puff, like cream puff, awesome, easy matchups, but like. If if they keep this close with Milwaukee, like Zion and Brandon Ingram and Eric Bledsoe are all going to be great plays because Milwaukee's playing at a pretty quick rate for the most part. Uh, talk to me about these guys. Yeah, you're going to definitely love Giannis just because his upside and like in a big slate like that, and that's what you should be definitely targeting. And if he's going to be anything low and just because like people are going to struggle to follow the way to jam him in because the lack of lack of value presented itself right now. It'll be interesting to see what that projected ownership comes at. I'm definitely willing to be over the field on Giannis. Sabonis was sensational uh, in his return uh, last time out versus uh, Charlotte. Uh, no minutes limit whatsoever, which I uh, really uh, burned me because I thought there might be uh, some, they'd be a little cautious with him, even though coaches didn't say much about it. 
$9,000 on FanDuel, and I believe he is 9200 on DK. Yeah, he's been very, very consistent when he's been playing minutes and not in foul trouble. Very, like, uh, obviously, I believe will be named to the All-Star team, but been amazing this year so far. Uh, Julius Randle, also been fantastic going against Cleveland. I think we can definitely uh, consider that. I believe they played Cleveland twice already this year. He was put up 52 and 43 fantasy points. So I think we'll definitely take that at that price tag. Porzingis um, hasn't looked as hasn't been good fantasy wise of late uh, past couple of games, but he can definitely erupt for us and be uh, pay out that price tag. Gordon Hayward on DK has power forward eligibility. Demar has power forward eligibility. Pascal seventy three hundred on DK. These guys definitely all stand out to me over there on DraftKings. FanDuel uh, has some other good options to consider, maybe in the pay down position. Boucher is 6,500. He has come down to earth fast to us. He played 13 minutes. He hadn't played that low of minutes in a long, long time. Now, I need to read into why Boucher's minutes went down that quickly. Was it a matchup against Milwaukee? They couldn't really play him. Nick Nurse uh, now hates him. Now he's going him. against Sacramento, and he, he played Sacramento him. already once. Nick Nurse hates Chris Boucher. He hates him. I don't get it. It makes me upset. Continue. He played Sacramento already once this year. Uh, put up 50 fantasy points, so... I think we know what the upside can be versus Sacramento. Definitely in play. And a pivot off of Boucher is someone who burned us all and everyone is Aaron Gordon uh, against the Clippers. And I think after such a disappointing performance, I think recency bias, you kind of have to uh, be willing to go back. Uh, It's the game of DFS and trying to jump on ship. Maybe his ownership uh, is going to come in low just because of that. And I think uh, it's a good good time to go over the field uh, with Aaron Gordon. He's not... He's going to have more ownership than he had last time out. He's 6,300 now. You think, okay, so over under 35% owned on FanDuel in the $3. Uh, no, 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 over under. I want to know. Under. Five bucks. Five bucks over under on 35%. I'm taking the I'll over. Take, I'll take the under. Okay, I got the over. So 6,300, you guys can all, in the comments section, we want you to go back down below after yeah. after the games and just spam Rinpack. No, or, spam or actually guess, guess uh, like what he's going to come in at, his ownership. Okay. Yep. Comment, comment what you think Aaron Gordon's ownership is going to come in at over or under 35%. Team Eric, hashtag Team Eric or hashtag Team Rinpack. Let me know in the comment section. Uh, all right, now we're moving our way down. Marvin Bagley played 21 minutes and went berserk within those 21 minutes for 33.4. If but for some reason Luke Walton wants to show favor upon us, we'll get a full thing of Marvin Bagley and it'll be completely over and, you know, we'll win money. But until then, 6K is just, oh, God, I just, I, I just don't know what to do about it. So there's that. Uh, Royce O'Neal. I know this is a disgusting thing to recommend on a on a massive slate like this, but he's he's shooting the ball decently well. He's playing. He's always been a high minutes guy, low low usage guy. But like twenty four point three, thirty four point seven. If you're looking to fill the position at power forward, because you can't just pay up for everybody. Forty five hundred. As I'm like moving down here, because Roby's off the board now with Al Horford uh, being back in that rotation, uh, coming back uh, last game. Man, anybody else down here that's like looking appetizing underneath him, like Kem Birch, 4,300, I could see over on FanDuel as well, being a guy that I could have some shares of, you know, 25 minutes, 30.3 the other night. But like, you know, for the most part, like I I wouldn't mind having some stability of Royce White, 4,500 in my lineup with, if he spikes a shooting upside, Utah's just playing so freaking good right now. I mean, it is bonkers to watch. 
Yeah, they, they've been great. They're the number one team in the Western Conference, surprising. So I think I like a perfect pivot off of him and Marcus Morris, uh, especially with the Clippers situation. I don't expect all those guys to come back tomorrow. He played 26 minutes today, and I think we can project him around the same amount. And I think I think Morris is, uh, has a higher upside than Royce O'Neal. Um, I know his minutes are not as high, but if Morris were to get high 20s minutes, he has shown in the past that he can uh, get over that price tag quite a bit. So I like Marcus Morris quite a bit at that price tag. Beautiful. Before we get on to center, just get to, get down to that bottom bar again and hit subscribe if you haven't already. Again, it's uh, it's making that push for 50k. You're doing us a huge solid if you can do that uh, while we're while we're running through these positions for you, uh, giving you a little glimpse of of what's to come tomorrow. Get your research going. Uh, but if you could just hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, does wonders for us. So so just go ahead and do that as we move on over to center, sitting at the top end. We're gonna go to FanDuel to start off for this one. I have no idea if I was equally share like spreading that out between both. I did my best. I did my best, everyone. Uh, uh, Nikola Jokic is eleven thousand two hundred. He's Nikola Jokic. He's a guy that if you know you can play up for. He has been terrible of late. I know because I have him in like every season long league. Uh, I don't feel great about it at the moment. Coming off of forty point seven and forty one, I felt a lot better the first two weeks of the season when I felt very smart. Now uh, it's going to be very tough to get up there on this slate uh, at center. You got to get center right. But again, seventy point upside anytime he steps on the floor. Uh, getting up in the same San Antonio matchup. So uh, so I mean he's he's can get on top of that against Aldridge, against Podol, against whomever else is trying to guard him. Good luck. Uh, Nikola Jokic can have his way in any spot. So uh, Joel Embiid is a game-time decision, it looks like. It's saying that he's questionable against Minnesota. So I'm, oh man, I I don't even want to like entertain Dwight Howard thoughts, but I'm sure we'll have to get there at some point here. Uh, just looking at him, it's, it's awful. So please play Embiid so I don't have to deal with that. Clint Capella is down to like a, a, I wouldn't even call it reasonable at 9,600 because it's still pretty unreasonable for Clint Capella, um, but has upside and he is going to be in that massive shootout game with with Washington. I'm so excited to see what that total is going to end up as. I'm, I'm going to say like 236. That sounds about right to me. Uh, I don't. We're not going to do a comment section for that. And then to finish it out, Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond, 9,400. Uh, we finally saw 28 minutes, 62.2. That's pretty insane. Also, I don't think he could do that again. Uh, although his rates are fantastic, just not above two point per minute guy. So uh, he's sitting in that 1.45 range. So uh, I don't expect something like that. But against New York, slower pace game, maybe he could spike 20 boards and, and get there again for you. So talk to me about the top end of center and we'll work our way down. Yeah, I think on center, we need to definitely consider the likes of Gobert, Embiid, Jokic, uh, Lucevic, all, all great options. Drummond, uh, only played 28 minutes last time. So, and what erupted against his uh, former team in the Pistons. Now he's going up against the Knicks. He has played well against Mitchell Robinson in the past. And, and a couple of weeks ago, he put up 75 fantasy points. And a couple of weeks before that, he put up 64 fantasy points. Now those are done in 34, 33 and 40 minutes, uh, respectively. And now with Allen there, McGee's there, and now keep in mind uh, what happens in the, if there's any news with Nance, I believe. Uh, Drummond really needs to play 30 minutes, especially at that price tag. Uh, it's going to be tough for me to go to him, especially if he's not playing 30 minutes. Jokic, $10,100 against uh, San Antonio. Love it. Uh, just because we know Jokic can get us 70 fantasy points. Could be the highest scoring player on the slate, which is really important on a big slate like this. 
Sabonis, 9,200. Embiid, Giannis, Gobert, especially if uh, Mitchell is not playing. Even if Mitchell is playing, 7,500, I think we can definitely consider that on DK. Uh, 8,700 is going to be a little tough to uh, swallow, but we not we just saw what he can do. He's playing in a great level and kind of underrated having an MVP year so far just because so how good he is defensively. So that's an interesting uh, uh, on play for sure. Other options to definitely consider. Uh, it's going to be tough to spend down because there's such good studs. We know Mitchell Robinson can get there with blocks, especially on FanDuel. I, need, I think we need definitely need to concern, uh, consider him. And on DK, some spend down options. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Washington does with, does with the front court rotation now that Mo Wagner is back. Now, for some reason, if Mo Wagner is going to get the 4 run to go, $3,200 seems kind of an interesting place to consider. Uh, but I think uh, Chris Boucher, 6100 on uh, Toronto, I'm willing to be uh, significantly well over the field there. And if he burns, if Nick Nurse burns me, so be it, because I like the Sacramento matchup that much for him because we know what Boucher can do if he gets going. I think we can definitely ride Boucher. And I, that's tough. It's tough. Anyone else really stands out to you in the mid-tier, Eric? Uh, any interest in going to Jared Vanderbilt or Rashawn Holmes, potentially? How about Nas Reed, who just put up a near 50 spot the other night? Uh, I've I've been on him. I got there one time. So same as Buddy Heald. Uh, it, it's perfect. I got there with Nas Reed the other night. I had like 20% on FanDuel. It's just a last-second punt, just whatever. Uh, but now that price tag is up a little bit. 5,800. But as I've said, anytime he's under like 6K, there's an upside there because he can randomly spike. He's just a high point per minute guy. He can get a bunch of boards. He's very active. Reminds me a lot. I mean, not like Montrez Harrell, but it's the same idea where they come in off the bench and they're generally the high energy guy, except for now he's in a starting role as long as Cat remains to be out. So 5,800, uh, you know, he'll only play that 26, 27 minute mark usually, but he can definitely spike a 40 plus upside there. So there's really not a lot like that's super cheap. Dwight Howard's 4,800 on FanDuel, so I wouldn't have as much interest over there, but 4,200, if you get Joel Embiid out, I, I feel like it's a it's about a 50-50 in my head right now. Generally, I have a sixth sense about these things. I have a feeling he's not going to play, but that's, I mean, that's just a feel, and I don't want to throw that out into the world and, and you know, have people play Dwight Howard and, and get back to me. Just watch news. Watch news. If, if Embiid's out, 4,200 Dwight Howard. I have no problem going there on this slate. Um kind of bouncing around, looking around at some of these other spots. Like Mitchell Robinson has just been so, so bad. I mean, it's hard to imagine a 5,500. I would have any over on DraftKings. Uh, so so he's kind of a pass for me there too. Avika Subach isn't seeing the minutes, even though like he's performed pretty darn well when he gets them. He's always putting up, you know, about a point per minute just above. So uh, it's just a bummer that you won't ever get it from there. It's really, really kind of hard to envision getting anywhere else. The one guy... On FanDuel, though, that I've had my eye on as we were looking at this, and I expect him to be popular, which makes me really, really sick. But Al Horford is 5,500. I was on there again. I got back to it. He kind of put up like a career game the other night, or not not career. It's Al Horford. He's had some big games. But uh, of late, Al Horford, for sure, from Philly till this time, 49.2 he put up on FanDuel against Phoenix in 29 minutes. I had a, a smattering of him. He was super, super low-owned. Nothing good came of it, but uh, Al Horford will be popular at 5,500 in that Brooklyn matchup up and down. If he's going to be super popular, I'm off. But if he's under like 15%, I can probably stomach getting above the field. Uh, just just maybe. Uh, what do you think about that, Rimpack? And then we'll close it out. 
Yeah, Al Horford uh, definitely played really well in his uh, first game back since uh, having a newborn. So maybe there was a father narrative was going strong for him. And if Horford's ownership is going to come in low, I think definitely uh, someone we should definitely consider. It's Brooklyn. So we're going to like that matchup. Biggs have been doing really well there against that front court. But uh, he never seemingly doesn't play more than 30 minutes, which is concerning. That's uh, something that you'd like to see him to play a little bit more minutes. But on center is so important to get it right on FanDuel. I, I'm a little hesitant with Horford. I, as you can hear okay. in my voice, I'm not all that confident. But yeah. someone I've... who who can definitely uh, be an interesting way to get your roster uh, construction kind of unique. Yeah, it was against Phoenix. It it kind of a similar thing where it was going to be flying. So again, a Brooklyn game with a high total that could possibly get there. Just kind of a kind of a thought I wanted to throw out into the world. I just finished half a Negroni while we were sitting here. That was fantastic. What a what a Friday show we had for you slash Thursday night here as we're going. Uh, any final thoughts, Rinpak, uh, before we start up the weekend? Yeah, no, thank you for uh, those who are tuning in every day. And if you guys are new to the show, thank you so much as we just do a kind of a quick rundown position by position every night of the next day's slate. And we've appreciated the support so far. And uh, make sure to subscribe. Uh, that's on YouTube if you guys are watching, if you haven't by now. Uh, there, we are just have uh, finalized our massive giveaway once we hit 50,000 uh, 50, subscribers on YouTube. So make sure to uh, hit that for us and uh, you'll be uh, potentially getting news about the giveaway. And make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and review for us. So thanks so much for your support and good luck, everybody. This guy, I think I'm pointing the right direction. This guy, it's it's weird because the camera flips sometimes. I don't know. This guy's very good at DFS. I appreciate him very much. I, I appreciate having him talk through some, some plays every night with me, kind of get my brain going for the slate. He's very, very good. I'm very, very appreciative of him and this opportunity we get at the Awesome o YouTube channel to be able to talk the game. Best of luck tomorrow. Go get it done. We'll see you at the top of the leaderboards. Have a great weekend and see you back here on Monday. have a 401k you're not getting the most for retirement wait what add a Robinhood ira on top then they'll boost it by three percent you can do that and if you transfer in any retirement account you get three percent on top of that is there a limit to the match no limit Robinhood gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any ira on the market sign up for Robinhood gold at robinhood.com boost by april 30th subscription fees apply investing involves risk three percent match requires gold for one year from first match must keep ira for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood financial llc member sipc